Howdy, gang. Thank you for tuning to Backcountry and Barbells. Today is um, a solo episode with me. Uh, so, Joe Shamanik here. Uh, a quick, quick hitter, guys. Uh, we title these Fitness Fridays, but they're quick tips. Do these bi-weekly. And the goal is to give you some training advice, um, something that you can use that day, tinker with that day, not spend too much time with us, but something you can go out and mess with. And uh, today's content is, expi- is expired inspired by a conversation I was having with one of my remote athletes regarding foot position um, with barbell movements. Um, In particular, this athlete has been squatting and I've also been promoting a particular toes forward, toes at 12 o'clock foot position in many movements for him. And finally, um, after about three weeks of this, um, he asks, um, I read in Starting Strength by Mark Ripito that um, an angled out toe position is best for squatting. Um, is he wrong, and have I been doing this wrong for many years? No. Um, uh, any coach, uh, including someone like Mark Ripito, comes at training and movement prescription with baggage, and that includes me, and that baggage is stuff that we've accumulated um, through coaching, through continuing education, and through general experience. You, you, you come to this place where you offer a optimal way to do things. And for me, when I consider the whole situation, I'm in, in in particular with sagittal plane movements with the barbell, I'm always going to promote a toes forward, a 12 o'clock foot position for my athletes. And I do this because I believe that is the most optimal position to express athleticism. Um, if you can imagine... Um, a general athletic position. Um, if you've played sports, maybe your coaches say you need to square up. And when we talk about this squared up position, a general athletic stance, you can imagine toes forward, um, hips over your feet, shoulders forward, um, shoulders over hips, and nose pointed forward. So right now, everything is at attention at Whatever you're going towards. Uh, imagine if you're in a dead sprint. You got your sprinting athletes um, on the line at the 100 meter. You know, they stand there. They're facing the finish line. Okay? That's what we're looking for in this position. From here, you can go any which way you need to be. But in particular, if you're going forward and backward, you're going to be in a strong position to really express force. And um, I can remember always being taught to be squared up as a football player. Always being taught to be squared up. Um, in a defensive position playing basketball. Always taught to be squared up uh, to the batter um, in a baseball position when you're ready to field a ball where you don't know where it's going to want to go. So that's one case. Another case is as, I, as I'm as i exploring strength and conditioning more, uh, around 2008-2009, I'm in Austin, Texas, and I take a CrossFit football seminar course. Uh, CrossFit football at that time uh, was run by a gentleman named John Wellborn. It's still... This similar seminar is still run, but it's not under the name of CrossFit Football. It's called Power Athlete. Uh, check them out, Power Athlete HQ. Very um, very influential content in regarding how I coach athletes. But uh, they run a cool demo, and I found a link to it, so check it out in these show notes. But what they were doing is putting uh, – they were demonstrating why this position is optimal um, for athleticism. And what we're looking to do is – um, the demo goes like this. You're in that squared up position. And what, um, John had done was forced an athlete and he does this again to, uh, kind of flare his toes out in that angled out position, ask that athlete to get in a quarter squat. And then he asks the athlete to brace up. 
when the athlete braces up and John puts a little bit of pressure on the outside of his knee, some lateral pressure, the, the athlete's knee collapses in. Not an optimal position. I mean, if you look at how RG's three or some other athletes might have blown out knees, women in particular, landing on boxes, you know, a safe landing position, we're going to promote um, chest out, knees out. Well, it's hard to keep that with your toes flared out. Um, gets the athlete again, gets him in that squared up position, does the demo again, and this time the athlete's able to fight more pressure and maintain balance. Um, big drill for me. It's something that makes sense. So I'm thinking, hey, man, if we are looking to express force with a squat and using that squat to develop some athleticism, well, then we should try to squat our best with the toes forward 12 o'clock position. So that's what we're going to do. Now, why would anyone, considering those things, and there are other things to consider, why would anyone even teach this angled out position. Well, you would teach that angled out position for the same reason that weightlifters wear heeled shoes because um, maybe a mobility restriction, the the way your uh, musculature, your excuse me, the way your bone structure is, the way your musculature is working, uh, maybe you have an acute injury. There's there's lots of things that, um, because that there are lots of characteristics that would say a toad out um, position is going to allow you to get more depth and maybe with more depth you get an increased range of motion and if you can squat better with that pattern because it's not as hard um, to go down with your toes out as it is with your toes forward then you can actually move more weight and that's true those things are true too so there's always this equation between load intensity um, exercise prescription and the characteristics of um, the athlete and the environment. And, and that's just a couple things to consider. So all that being said, what's optimal for the training stimulus, right? So um, it is what it is. There, there's always a different reason. And I, even in my own videos, you can see that I'm not at a perfectly 12 o'clock toe position, but I'm always going to work towards it. I'm always going to have my athletes work towards it. Um, you know, I think you should be thinking about your feet before you brace up, before you get into the lift. And as you're coming up, you should be drive, 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 um, getting the barbell up, move and load those things. Um, in time, in these controlled training settings, if you're always hammering out foot position, well, then you've established a really nice home base when you have to be more reaction based in how you move. And let's say a sports setting or an interesting life setting that might have you, um, you know, uh, moving with aggression. So with that said, I'm always going to try to promote um, the most optimal home base with the training for most of my athletes. So that, that's where I come at this kind of toes forward, um, toes 12 o'clock positioning when I promote um, sagittal plane barbell movements. I just think it's the most optimal. Um, and I think it's an interesting conversation to have right now because, you know, people want to point fingers and say this person's right, this person's wrong um, in many instances, not just strength and conditioning. You know, you can even have this debate between um, conventional tackle and fly fishermen. You can have this between weightlifters and powerlifters. You can have this between, you know, rifle hunters and bow hunters and, and, and even husbands and wives concerning their kids. The issue isn't to think to say that just because someone says something is different that the way you do it is wrong you know everybody comes at a situation with baggage everyone comes at a situation um, with what they've learned and what they believe and I think it's okay to be influenced um, by folks and have your mind changed um, 
you know, I was somebody who always promoted that flared out toes position. And I'm somebody who's open-minded to having an athlete squat with their feet angled out um, if that's optimal. Um, you know, again, to, to continue hammering this point, in the grand scheme of things, if, if Jimmy keeps his toes flared out, you know, somewhere between 3 o'clock and 12 o'clock, preferably closer to 12 o'clock, but his back's straight, his chest is up, and he's moving load, then we're pretty good. Now, if he starts to get too heavy loads and knees start to get all valgus, back starts to round, and the toes are pushing further out, then we're going to go back and readjust some things and maybe change the movement. Um, and that's something that I'll do. I mean, you should be pushing your athletes to a place where minor discrepancies in movement um, show up. Those discrepancies don't mean your athlete is wrong or doing something poorly. It means that, hey, we've challenged them in a way, and now we need to make an adjustment. So you've just figured out something to work on. In that same way, if you take that... Um, if you take that frame of mind into content, what you believe in, um, and conversations that you have about anything, whether it's uh, politics or training or your children, the idea isn't to prove yourself right. It's maybe by uh, changing your mind, recognizing that you've just learned something. I, th I think you can have much more productive conversations. So, Jimmy, you're not wrong. Um, you're just squatting the best you can that day. And, and um, if you're working with me, I'm always going to be pointing you towards making it a little bit better in terms of your movement by getting a little bit toes forward. So a little chat on philosophy, a little chat on um, squatting technique in general athleticism. But guys, um, work to be squared up in all you do. Um, and we're looking for toes forward, knees forward, chest forward, eyes forward. And um, that should be your home base. You know, if you really establish that with squatting, deadlifting, you know, kettlebell swings and, and some other pressing sagittal plane variations, and then you can really get snappy with doing some fun things in the frontal and um, even transverse plane to maybe return to that or, or different um, combination of drills to find it. But establish that good, strong home base. Make it the best you can. Um, and enjoy it and, and be open-minded to why a coach, you know, I think the better question would be, why would you want me to do that? Um, and, and we'll go from there. So enjoy guys. Hope this was helpful. Um, real quick. I want to say something else. Um, we've been hammering this, uh, great American outdoors act. Make sure you guys are calling your Congress folks, uh, urge Congress guys to pass, um, the great American outdoors act with zero, Amendments. The Senate did it, and we're really close to getting this onto uh, President Trump's doorstep. And what you need to do to urge the House is simply call 202-224-3121. Hey, what a better time to do it than on 4th of July. Wake up, do something patriotic by getting involved um, with, with the... Um, with the legislation that's going, hey, we're all going to benefit from it. Uh, $9.5 billion earmarked um, for backlogged projects and then $900 million a year um, to maintain our parks and other places. You can check out backcountryhunters.org. That's Backcountry Hunters and Anglers um, for more specifics on exactly how that money is going to be allocated. And also, guys, um, family's been killing the hikes. Um been fishing a bunch. Uh, we're actually for the holiday weekend. Um, we're going to be down at the beach and then actually even heading to Orcas Island for a quick vacation this summer. 
and um, I'm only packing one pair of socks. Um, Ellsworth Socks, guys, um, uh, featuring V-Channel, which is patented technology, the most advanced sock in the game, guys, um, working to keep your feet drier. And even if you do something goofy, like completely submerge your foot um, in a puddle of water, the sock will dry fast. Um, I've seen it, I've worked it, and I'm happy because of it. So check out Ellsworth Socks, guys. And when you do, when you buy you a tropical, tactical, cold weather, or one of their other everyday use socks, um, use code B and B20, and you can save 20%, guys. Um, I think buying good socks is one of those things that um, you don't know what you're missing until you you get a good set on. So uh, check that out, guys. Um, but... But uh, that's that. So uh, toes forward and all you do, um, urge the house and protect your feet. Uh, good stuff for this quick fitness Friday, guys. Hopefully you guys are enjoying a great uh, 4th of July. And hopefully, guys, um, we have our sights on uh, getting out of this COVID mess. Um, hope it, I hope it continues to trend better. How about that? Uh, but until the next one, guys, train, hunt, and live your best life possible. <laughs>